registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Andover Advisory Group are not affiliated. Cambridge does not offer tax or legal advice. WCCM Salem. News at the top and bottom of every hour, 1110 a.m. at 102.9 FM HD2. Eagle News Radio. This is a Fox News alert. I'm Dave Anthony. This is how it ended. Omar Mateen died in that hail of bullets as his SWAT team moved in early yesterday to stop his shooting rampage at a gay nightclub in Orlando. 48 of the 49 victims have been identified. That's Mayor Buddy Dyer. Five of the 53 wounded are in grave condition as investigators comb through Mateen's condo, going through his computer. He had called 911 during the attack to pledge allegiance to ISIS, though others who knew him claim Mateen was racist and anti-gay. He was twice investigated by the FBI in the past for inflammatory comments and possible terror attacks. One thing we've just learned in the past hour... Mateen traveled to Saudi Arabia in 2011 and 2012. One of the things the FBI is doing right now is they're building out a complete picture to nail down that timeline... Fox's Catherine Herridge says they're investigating about 100 leads. And we know from the reporting of foxnews.com that he was also a follower of a gang leader turned bank robber, Marcus Dwayne Robertson, who was released last year and has a history of inciting violence. Of course, this being an election year, there is strong political reaction. Fox's Rachel Sutherland live in Washington. Dave, presumptive Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump says President Obama should step down for not using the words radical Islam in association with the attack. He's also defending his proposed ban on Muslims coming to America, telling Fox News. People coming in from Syria where we have no idea who they are. Presumptive Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton told the NBC Today show a Muslim ban would The civil authorities have issued a required weekly test for all of Connecticut, all of districts of Columbia, all of Delaware, all of Florida, all of Georgia, all of Indiana, all of Kentucky, all of Massachusetts, all of Maryland, all of Maine, all of Michigan, all of North Carolina, all of New Hampshire, all of New Jersey, all of New York, all of Ohio, all of Pennsylvania, all of Rhode Island, all of South Carolina, all of Virginia, all of Vermont, and all of West Virginia beginning at 11 a.m. and ending at 12 12 p.m. WCCM. Test message pause open cap EAS feet configuration test message. E335. Is the economy booming? Why is the stock market up? Hey, it's an election year. Anything goes. No matter who wins, stocks look overbought. Move into silver. Use your retirement account. Do it right. Why pay setup and storage fees? Special offer. Free setup and storage fees. Learn how. Call Goldworth. Request your guide free. 800-257-GOLD. 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 Visit Goldworth. Trending at 11.05 on Eagle News Radio 11.10, I'm David Martinez. A dairyman fishing on a kayak was injured early Saturday when his craft was hit by a motorboat. In the early morning hours, New Hampshire State Police Marine Patrol responded to calls of a boat crashing on Massabesic Lake involving a powerboat and a kayaker, which officers said left one man with serious internal injuries. 57-year-old Greg Daniels of Dairy was fishing in open water when he allegedly struck broadside by a tractor powerboat piloted by Timothy Clory of Candia. The impact ejected Daniels from the kayak. Clory and people who witnessed the crash assisted Daniels on the boat and transported him back to Deer Neck Bridge launch site where emergency responders met them. Clory's not formally been charged. Drugs and alcohol did not appear to be a factor in the crash, which remains under investigation by the Marine Patrol Division. For more information on this and other local news, visit eagletribune.com and listen at the top of every hour. For Eagle News Radio News Flash. The following is a paid program. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and the guests and are not necessarily those of WCCM or its sponsors. Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? 
You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles, the morning edition, right here on uh, WCCM Eagle Radio. 1110 AM, 102.9 HD2, and also broadcasting live on your computer as well on Toginet.com. Toginet.com. I am Ron Kolick, and with me, of course, is New England's scary godmother, Roxy Zwicker. Good morning, everyone. And her faithful companion, Ken. Hello. <laughs> Who, I guess, is as spiritual as she is. The, go According by the numbers. The numerology go lady. by the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. You all learn something every day. We work together. That's a good thing. How long have you been married, anyways? Uh, we got married in 01, so 15 mm. years. Mm-hmm. Wow, 01 is 15 years ago? I know. Isn't, Isn't that, that scary? That's crazy. Yeah. That's bizarre. Yeah, I have a hard time with that, too. I, you know, I keep thinking the 90s was like 10 years ago. Yeah. Hey, didn't that just happen? Yeah, didn't that just happen? I know. I know. The... Uh, business manager at our church retired after 25 years right yeah and uh i, w- I went to a retirement party jan and i did and we were sitting there and uh, somebody said wow i've been a member of this parish for 21 years now and i started thinking i said holy crap i've been a member for 40 oh, wow. <laughs> wow. it's like 40 years oh my god flies by. <laughs> wow. it does you, re- you know you really you know life i mean time is so fleeting i guess mm-hmm. to quote Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, yes. <laughs> My favorite show. And also, uh, Lou, I guess, is... Uh, on assignment. Yeah, on right. On assignment. On assignment. I'll give you that crap. You know, I forgot your name again. David Martinez. David, yeah, thanks, David. <laughs> Joining us is David, yeah, yes. So, uh, yeah. i got to yell at him. He didn't tell me he was going. Oh, he didn't? No, because, like, we were going to... Surprise! Press- we were, yeah, no, seriously, we were going to do all the like the chat room and the the calling number, the right, text yeah, number. the text we, line. We were going to yeah, push sure. it all in, and uh, well, it's gone down the tubes right there and then. So maybe next week. Yeah, so that's what we. He'll do. definitely be back next week. So. Yeah, whatever. You <laughs> <laughs> don't want to come back. Uh, anyways, you can also listen to our show on iTunes now. So if you can't listen live, you can listen later. Oh, I nice. love that. I've been sharing that link with everybody, which is really cool. Yeah. And if you missed last week's numerology show, that's up there, so you can go right back and listen to it. That's true. There's a couple other ones, but I have yeah. to look at them. I didn't have a chance to look at them. Yeah, they're from May. Probably, yeah. yeah. So I'll have to check those out. But, uh, yeah, that's great because, you know, it's a busy, busy world, and a lo- tremendous amount of people listen on iTunes. I mean, even on my regular shows, the Morning Edition, and I mean, the uh, Next Generation, and uh, international one, uh, the, the greatest portion of listeners are are uh, from iTunes because you know they just download it and listen whenever they want. It's, it's convenient. It's, it's wicked convenient, and you can also subscribe. That's one of the things that I did once. Um, you put up the notice that we were on iTunes, so if you hit the subscribe button, they'll actually email you with all the latest episodes. So really? you don't even have to go in. You don't have to do nothing. You don't have to do anything. All the episodes come to you. It's like magic. Ooh. Don't even have to think about it. Yeah, I, it's so crazy because you you know you can listen in so many different ways. You can listen on your regular radio, mm-hmm. uh, which now is like AM and HD two, whatever the hell that is, and <laughs> and soon to be FM. And uh, you know it's you can listen on your computer through either Tojinet or the Eagle site. Or you can listen on your smartphone with your TuneIn app or your WCCM app mm-hmm. or I'm excuse Eagle Radio app. You got iTunes. It's like man. You can't get away from us. There's, there's no reason for you not to be listening <laughs> to us right everywhere. now. <laughs> we are everywhere. So a couple things I do want to mention. Uh, we did the haunted tours for the Lighthouse. Um, Yay. We do those Sold ones. out. Sold yeah, out, I saw. They always sell out, which is, amazes me. But, That's good. Uh, yeah. And uh, it was pretty good. The rain uh, didn't, you know, it stopped when the tours came. And of course. It. Yeah, it was perfect. And uh, it, it's always an interesting night. And you never know what's going to happen because it's kind of like an investigative mm-hmm. tour thing. But all the money goes directly for uh, preservation of the lighthouse and, and the work we have to do at Whaleback since we just lost the wooden bulkhead that was out there. For It's, it's amazing the power of the, the sea. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 
So anyway. Anything spectacular happened that evening? Uh, yeah, a little bit here. A little, a little bit, bit here and there, there yeah. Yes. Good, good. Yeah, one of the interesting things is we found out, uh, well, that during, you know, of course, there's the big July 4th explosion at Fort Constellation, mm. uh, Constitution. <laughs> July 4th, 1809. Yeah, and uh, the casualty list is a little fuzzy at times because we have different amounts but um, we have found out that there may they were all men we now found that there may have been a woman killed and for those who don't know that's one of the sightings from the Coast Guard is a woman on the, the walls of the fort and the seawalls hmm. mm-hmm. so this is kind of interesting um, there's been re- there were reports from the time that she was seen on the wall during uh, the uh, festivities, and then when the explosion occurred, she disappeared. But they did find a piece of her petticoat. So, um, see, that's a new piece of the story to me. It's I didn't a know new, that. very yeah. new piece of story. We're still trying to investigate it. Um, we're trying to piece it all together because it's difficult. You have to go through a lot of different things. For instance, right. we one of the powder magazines was destroyed in the explosion and I didn't even know there were two at the time but there was another one so we're trying to piece it together to see what's going on uh, with with the uh, explosion and the ghosts are there and so forth so well, that's really interesting of course on on one of the investigations that we did together uh, we we had somebody who was trailing back behind us and they actually got a picture of a leg in the entranceway to a the leg. port. It's just a leg. What? It's it. Well, if if you, it's a green it, ghostly it's, it's leg. A, it's just the leg. And what's amazing about that is, in that same story, one of the people that was blown up, mm-hmm. his leg was blown off through one of the doors in the buildings inside the fort. Mm-hmm. So instead of seeing his whole apparition, they just see his leg. That's interesting. Yeah. Is this photograph somewhere? Yeah, I have it. Is it on your website? It is not. Oh. I can send it to you. Yeah, it's interesting because I've I've never heard that one before. Yeah, if you read the details of it, one man his his leg his body was blown up over the fort wall, but his leg went through one of the doors or one of the barracks. One of the yeah, one of the the persons was ended up by the lighthouse. Yes, at the low tide mark. Yeah, yeah. so that yeah, it's really interesting that that photo because you can clearly see the leg. You don't have to go. Well, maybe it's, yeah, it's a it's leg a, and a foot. Yep. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's, it's a, it's a you good know, I'm always skeptical. So no, no, yeah, well, I, I, yeah. as you, I love as you should be. You yes. see a leg. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. You know, because a lot of people do the pareidolia, and they say, oh, yeah, that's that's a leg. So, yeah. I've seen some photos that people say, oh, yeah, you can see definitely this, this, and I'm looking at it like, yeah, well, <laughs> not true. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, I do want to mention Spirit Quest is coming up in September, and tickets are now on sale. You can save $80 in a weekend pass. Mm. Uh, Spirit Quest 2016, Angels and Demons, torn from the pages of Dan Brown's book, which is really cool. Because uh, during the weekend, you get to follow uh, clues in search for a lost relic. And if you find the lost relic, you uh, win a prize. Uh, We have... uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Keith Keith Johnson from Ghost Hunters, or Season 1 and 2 Ghost Hunter Demonologists will be there doing Demonology 101. Steve Parsons, of course, is coming from the U.K. again. And uh, we've got, uh, who else here? Oh, Nancy Smith, who's a uh, psychic artist and also works with angels and stuff. So, I mean, it's we've got a lot of different things going on. So check out the website. And uh, Friday night is the... Uh, God, I can't think of it. Co, co, it's how they elect the Pope in, in Rome. Covent, Covent. Yeah, I think I would remember. With, this, with the smoke, when they do the smoke thing? Well, it's way beyond that. We, oh, we, well. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a huge ceremony. And, uh, yeah, it's conclave. Conclave. Oh, uh, that's there it. There you go. Conclave. And uh, we have an, an Italian dinner, of course, to, <laughs> to it. And uh, it's uh, dress-up, as always, on Friday nights. And uh, we will actually elect best costume in conclave. We will do <laughs> the exact same ceremony they, they do to elect the Pope. So, so whoever dresses like the best pope wins? Not necessarily best pope. It's anything from that era, the Dan books, uh, Dan Brown books, or, or whatever. It's just there is no guidelines. Um, uh, 
Tom Hanks lookalike contest? Could be. Well, cool. <laughs> Whoa. Very well could be. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be kind of cool. And like I said, we've got lots of uh, uh, speakers, presentations, and so forth. I'll be doing uh, the Shroud of Turing myth mystery or miracle. And I have a replica of the, tower, the Shroud of Turin, uh, the front half of it, the, the full... Uh, one is 14 feet long, mine is 7, because it's only the top half. You know, it's the front half mm-hmm. of the body versus front half and the back half. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be neat. i got some other stuff, too, and so we'll be talking about that as well. And we, exorcism, of course, we'll, I think Steve and I are doing a, an ex, a thing on exorcism. And, of course, you know I've gone to a couple of exorcisms mm-hmm. with the Catholic Church, so that was interesting. Well, I'm going to be talking about those. So it's... Uh, it's going to be neat. I'm really excited. And, and uh, in August, we're doing a pirate and ghost cruise again. Out by your way, of I'll course. By my way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what? It's funny, but I think of Portsmouth as your town. In other words, that, oh, that's your little fiefdom. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're the queen of Portsmouth. Oh, thank you. Um, I, I really appreciate that. I, do, I, I, I mean, just... you do so much there, and it's and you do fabulous work. And we, when I do the ghost tours, I always mention you. And a lot of times, people, go, oh yeah, I took one of those, and those were really good, and blah blah blah. So okay. it's it's really cool. We see a lot of crossover because you have people. Oh yeah, we were just at the lighthouse. Yeah, and, yeah. It's a it's a good On thing. Tour. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all about t- together, the history and yeah. the ghosts. So mm-hmm. uh, what do you got coming up? Anything exciting? Um, so coming up a week from yesterday, so next Sunday, is our Haunted Pub Tour again, which mm-hmm. is going to be really exciting. still think you should do a pub cr- cruise, crawl. A pub, pub crawl. I just, I Lou work, and I would be there. You I, know oh, that. I know you would. <laughs> that would definitely add a whole new dimension to mm-hmm. it, that's for sure. You finally get Lou to come to Portsmouth. Yes, yes, that would be fun. I don't know. He talks again, but he, <laughs> he talks to talk, but he doesn't walk the walk sometimes <laughs> <laughs> he's not here to defend himself no no we well if he was i'd still say that you know <laughs> yeah that's true it'd be a lot easier um and then a week from today we're doing our summer solstice celebration underneath the full moon so what we're going to do is we're so what do you do that so it's going to start at Deadwick's and end down yeah. along the waterfront. Everybody's going to carry... It's a short walk. A, it is a short walk. Yeah. Everybody's going to carry a paper lantern, and then we're going to send sky lanterns Hopefully up. the winds will die down by then. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> we'll, we'll all be blowing off the piers. Um, and then we're going to send sky lanterns up over the river, and we're going to do a guided meditation. I'm going to lead everybody to Stonehenge for the summer solstice. Oh, okay. And we'll, we'll be able to you know make contact guided with Guided meditation, meaning you're not actually going to Stonehenge, you're... Just for, for thirty bucks, eye. for thirty bucks, we can't afford to send everybody to Stonehenge. But in the meditation, exactly. Oh. You hear that? It's a call the from truth, the great beyond. The truth is out there. Talk about timing. <laughs> the truth is in Ron's pocket. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Watch out there. For those yeah, who don't know, that's, that's show, my right? actually uh, my uh, what do you call that thing? Ringtone. Ringtone. Yeah, ringtone for my phone. On a flip phone. Yeah, flip phone. That's works well, for me. Well, oh. this this is like going back into antiquity here. Yeah. Ooh, that's weird. It's a sacred Ooh. relic. Now. I think it was Lou. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Lou Blasi. The ghost of Lou Blasi. Lou Blasi. Yes, that's <laughs> what it was. I should shut that off, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Actually, I actually like when I get a call just to hear the tone. I never answer it, but I like hearing the mm-hmm. tone. But, uh, nice. And yeah, I actually, works. I spent two dollars for that, so I want you to know. Nice. Whoa, that's a I really was, big deal. Yeah, for yes. me, I mean, I got yeah. a flip phone that's prepaid, so that gives you an idea how cheap I am when it comes to telephones. <laughs> so if I wouldn't spend two dollars on it, that means I really wanted it. I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't blame you. So, so you got a lot going up, and yeah, we have else? a lot going on. Um, of course, our regular ghost tours are running um, Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from our cemetery tour, which is always very amazing, to our downtown tour covers all of the you know haunted landmarks in the city which is really cool so in the I'll, trolley as well well and of course the trolley oh, tour yeah. on, we, we on might Friday be night. we're doing something yeah fall, we, we are we we're not going to announce it though no, we are in the talks in the right now about something special something really cool um, with nickleby the trolley which will be really awesome yeah so. when steve parsons comes over mm-hmm. so it'll be, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah, so, so if you want to find out about any of that stuff or all the goings on at new england curiosities you can just go to newenglandcuriosities.com and jump off of there and see what we got going on. 
Or come on down to Deadwick. Or you can come on down to Deadwick's 19 Chief Street, downtown Portsmouth. We actually just opened up and revealed our shrine this week to St. Bridget. We have a beautiful, uh, It's it has a... Oh, St. Bridget, that's it's amazing. the, the uh, two-hickey thingy going. <laughs> two-hickey thingy. The well. Yeah. Well, yeah, she has she has the well. She's um, she's the saint of healing. Yeah. She's also the saint of midwives. So uh, we have a beautiful waterfall for her and a cauldron. And people come and they leave they their... They babies their, there. <laughs> no. <laughs> they leave their wishes or their blessings. Or um, prayers, yeah. Or prayers in there. And then if you um, put money in her cauldron, we actually donate it to the Chase House for Orphans in the city. So, oh, that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, so it's really cool. So it's it, all good. Yeah, it's it's all good. It's, it's funny. People stand there and they meditate and you can see, like, they're yeah. really connecting with spirit. So that's very cool. The, um, you know, that's another thing at Spur. Of course, we, we, I have a collection of uh, angel paraphernalia, which is statues and different things mm-hmm. that my mother had. Uh, and she passed away and... So what we're going to do is we're going to auction those off, and all the uh, money from it uh, is going to the uh, ministry of Mother Teresa, who helps the homeless in Lowell. Oh, nice. And my mom was always big into the homeless. She used to, like, collect socks for them all the time. She would have these tons of socks hanging around. But she always uh, was involved in that. So... uh, uh, I had this whole collection. I figured that's a good way to get rid of it, and because uh, I have such a the love shack is a small house. Mm, oh, I know. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, we put it to good use as well. Somebody gets to have a, a really cool uh, item, and uh, the money goes to the homeless. And that's a nice tribute to your mom. Yeah. And uh, so, anyways, that's, that's I like repurposing things and redoing mm-hmm. things. I think that's a, a great idea. Uh, kind of with the earth thing that's going on mm-hmm. well, I think there's a you're seeing much more of a bigger movement where people want to repurpose things you mm-hmm. see you know less people throwing things away and finding out what else they can do with them so I think it's a great idea as well yeah I mean I, I, world's I, full of so much stuff that's true it's and, and it's you know I mean just look at plastic bottles alone oh, oh my god it's horrible mm-hmm. yeah I, I mean I <laughs> I never believed that people would pay for water when that first mm-hmm. water I said, like, who knows going to pay for water? <laughs> well, I was wrong there. <laughs> well, yeah, now you can't trust the water out of your tap. The water out of your sink might not I be mean, safe. Well, yeah, well, I hate you, to so tell, you, tell you. Spring water is just spring water. Yes. It's just right out of the right tap. Of the it's not too. like it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't know how much safer that is. Yeah. So, I mean, we really don't. We just say, I mean, um, but whatever. So it's, it's so many cool things. Now, you've... You've gone to a lot of um, haunted places through your times, right? I have. And you've evolved, too. You, I've seen you evolve since I first met you, and and you've uh, become the queen of Portsmouth, and, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's pretty cool. But, I mean, is there, a, is there something else you would like to do as far as haunting stuff or is it, are you more now to the spiritual end or are the ghosty end no I, I mean i'm i'm still you know obviously very much in, interested in hauntings and what's going on out there and talking to people about their hauntings and giving them an opportunity to to share their stories because mm-hmm. e- even for as much as we're putting it out there there's still people they don't know who to turn to and who to talk you know talk about their stuff with so i think that's going to be you know my focus going forward is still trying to find these people that are having experience it's not because I want to go to their house and check it out, but because I want to help them understand, you know, what it is, or at least give them an opportunity to talk about it. Um, I mean, as 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 far as the rest of the things that I do, you know, I, I think there's there's a level of entertainment with it because people are, you know, they're learning stuff. So I, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to always well, find new ways to, to bring yeah. exactly to bring mm-hmm. that out there, and that's one of the great things that I hear from people is, wow, I just learned so much. So whether you're into the ghosts or the history, I'm still trying to bridge that gap to show people. The history in a different light and the ghost stories are really just the icing on the cake and for 15 years you know for as long as i've been doing the ghost stories i'm still hearing new ghost stories in the city of portsmouth that i didn't even know about like i had no clue you know that saint john's church was haunted i knew it was intriguing there was a lot going on there but i didn't know it was haunted so mm-hmm. i'm still i'm still seeking more of those ghost stories and outside of portsmouth too i mean ken and i go we go pretty far throughout new england we check out you know abandoned villages and oh, you know cool. cemeteries and you know the occasional ghost story as well mm-hmm. 
um, because I, I don't think you can ever find them all. You know, the list is the list is always ongoing, right. and I'm, I'm sure there'll be you know more books in the future. I've been talking to my publisher, and they definitely want a couple more books out of me soon. Cool. So, you know, when I write the book, then it's somebody else's guide to you know the ghosts and the paranormal mm-hmm. of New England. So, anyways, if you have your own ghost story you want to share with us, you can call us at six eight seven eight zero zero five or eight seven seven eight zero zero five and. No, eight seven seven six eight seven eight zero zero five. Did I say that right? It's eight seven seven six eight seven eight zero zero five. Yeah, I thought I said that. Yeah. I could be wrong. Who knows? Well, I said it too, so we said it together. There, there you go. go. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's the interesting thing is the stories, and uh, when we do our ghost tours to Jeremy and myself, we always say, you know, when we tell you something. We're just telling you what we've heard right. and and what where we've got the information. We we don't make this stuff up. A lot no. of these ghost tours will make stuff up. Oh, I know that. And, uh, and we're not know, one either to do that. And a lot of it will even go into legends even more than the facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so just you know, just because it's a legend doesn't mean it's based on facts. That's right. Uh, it, it's it's like a wives' tale. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's handed down, uh, but. It could be based on facts, but right. they they portray it at times as fact, and that's one thing we try not to do. And, and I, I believe you do the same with your tours too. I do, and one one of the things that I start all the tours off with is, you know, people always say, "Oh, well, you know, where'd you get these stories? Are they true?" Throughout the tour, I will cite my sources, like mm-hmm. you know, the owner of this building. I'll give names if they permitted me to give names. Mm-hmm. Where, what book I found it in, all that information. And I always tell people, you make up your own mind. Mm-hmm. But I've also found too that a lot of these buildings have layers where, you know, I might have got a story from someone 10 years ago who was in the building. Five years ago, I might have got it from somebody else in the building that's experiencing something different. So I think it's always important to give people resources. I don't force them to believe the ghost stories. I said, you make up your own mind, but this is the information I have, and this is where you can research it. Um, you know, there's no need for sensationalism. I think that, you know, certainly in Portsmouth, the history and the ghost stories stand on their own. So, you don't, you know, why, why make something up? And, of course, you never know who's on your tour, and that's, that's true for you, too, Ron. You mm-hmm. don't know who's showing up on a lighthouse tour that might know a little something about it that you don't know. So you have exactly. to be careful and right. respectful. Right. And, and the, the problem with, I mean, so many people are writing books on the ghosts and paranormal, and some of them just go to the Internet, grab something off oh. it, and, you know, all of a sudden you have a source for a story, but unfortunately the source is an errant source. It's, it's yeah. not necessarily a, based on any truth at all. No. So that it makes it difficult for you and I and, and other uh, reputable um, investigators to get you know proper information. It does, and and one of the interesting things that I I've seen, you know, my first book came out in 2007, so you know, just kind of coming up with the crest of it, you know, I I see people and they come on the tours, and you know, we have a couple of witchcraft tales mm-hmm. in ports with the date back to the 1600s, and people are already, oh, I read in this book, you know, so many witches were burned at the stake here, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm like, what book did you read that in? And I pick up the book, and it says in there, seriously, yeah, it says there's there's one on um on Maine. That talks about the witch in York Village being burned at the stake, and I, I, I have great issue with that. You think? <laughs> I, and beca- and people read it, and like you said, Ron, they take it for fact. It doesn't matter, you know, that they, where their sources came from. Mm-hmm. They read it in a book, so that's a fact. So then you're trying to talk people out of that and say, no, that's not really what happened. So um, it does make it challenging for us, and that's why I think it's so important. And I think that's one thing people don't see with us is all of the research that we do, all of the people that we talk to, all of the behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, they're with us for a couple hours in an event, and they hear us present our side of things, but they don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So correct me if I'm wrong, no witch was burned in the United States. No witch was burned at the stake in the United States. All, all of the witches were hung here right. or pressed, pressed to death or whatever. Or whatever. died in jail. There was no burning at the stake here. The burning times were, of course, over in Europe. So that's... Hollywood stuff. Right? That is that is wicked Hollywood stuff. And, of course, people, you know, they, they write these books and they do take liberties. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, a lot of people are looking for that sensationalism. And then people out there, they don't know any better. They read it and take it to be a That's fact. Right. Sometimes you can't distinguish between fiction and nonfiction. That's, That's true. the problem. You know, as they get a book uh, well, that's I read totally it, it fiction, they're totally fiction, mm-hmm. and, and uh, it might say, and a lot of them do, Based on facts, uh, which is true, but, but you can very loosely yeah, based on facts. Yes. Exactly, exactly. That's but very true. Anyways, that's uh, 
it's so exciting. But we're going to be taking a break right now, and uh, when we come back, we'll have some more uh, chit-chat, as we like to say here. We're going to talk about ghost towns. You want to talk about ghost towns with me? Sure. All right. Why not? All right. That's what I like about this show. some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future then circles of wisdom is just the place for you circles of wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more located on route 28 in downtown andover massachusetts we carry a large selection of books and music crystals and gemstones jewelry and gifts sage aromatherapy and so much more all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere we offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. Coming back. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles oh, oh, oh. Morning Edition on Eagle Radio, 1110 AM. Breathe. 102.9 FM. That's got to breathe. You've got to get that music in there, build up that crescendo. And, mm. There you go. All right, it's it's building. It's building. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I'm your scary godmother, Roxy's Wicker. Oh, God, the moment. Oh, there's, there'll be another moment in another moment. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. I am your scary godmother, Roxy's Wicker. That is, of course, Ron Kolick. And we're here um, with my lovely husband, Ken. And David's at the controls today. And we're about to talk about Ghost Town. Your husband's lovely. He is lovely. Lovely. He's my lovely uh, husband. You're lovely. He is. I guess that's better than homely. Oh, my homies, whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, so what? So what comes to mind when you hear the word ghost town? Of course, Dogtown. Dogtown, yeah. Have you been to Dogtown? No. No. That's Gloucester. That is. Oh yeah, Gloucester. Dogtown. I've been. I was thinking the other place I didn't mention. <laughs> oh, the other place I did mention. So what, what do you think I am? A mind reader over here? I'm some kind of psychic. You are. You are. <laughs> Break what up is the, the one? What is the the most notorious one? The in, most notorious in, what? In, in Massachusetts. In, in Massachusetts? Oh, actually, no, I don't think it's even in Massachusetts. But, it, I mean, it's like famous, famous. There's there's a whole bunch of them. I no, there's like them. one that's like... Ever since I've been in the paranormal, it's been like... Rip. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. I've got a whole bunch. Well, name them. And I'll, All I'll right, so... Just um, name them. It might be in there. So there's a Gay City in Hebron, Connecticut. There's Perkins, Maine. Keep going, keep going. Um, there's Whitewash Village, which we'll is on Monomoy, Monomoy Island. <laughs> yep. um, there is Zealand, which is up in New Hampshire. Hanton City, Rhode mm-hmm. Island. Lewiston, Vermont. Oh, my there's, God. There's quite, there's quite a lot of them. Yeah, but you don't have any of the, the famous, most famous one in the world. In the world? In the world. Oh, my God. Isn't there a famous one out west? No, it's here. No. It's in Massachusetts. It's in New England. New England. I don't know exactly where it is. You really don't know it? Well, I'm trying to think of what it is. Of course, I can't remember the freaking name, so yeah, that's so no good at all. There's what? Dogtown is cool, though. Dogtown yep. is cool. Dogtown is cool. There's a Tatnik one up in uh, yeah. Maine. Yeah. Well, no, no. Ta- yep, Tatnik. This is down, yeah, this is down south, Maine. down southern New England. Uh, I, the name escapes me. Isn't that horrid? It is horrid. And it's like the most famous. If you ever mentioned like abandoned villages, that's it. Everybody knows about it. It's haunted, cursed. It's mm. heard so many stories on it. 
It ha- now that doesn't have anything to do with the um, the town that was flooded by the Quabbin, does nope. it? Is that the one that nope. you're thinking of? Nope, 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 nope. And so just keep going. It'll come to me someday. Um, so there's, there's... So pick one and we'll talk about it. <laughs> As my mind we'll go through the list. So there's there's Munson, there's Hollis. I mean, there's a whole bunch so of them. So what it's like really cool that you thought was like really cool. <laughs> one that's really cool? Um, well, so one of the ones that's out on Monomoy Island. So you know Cape Cod, Monomoy Island's just yeah. off of Chatham. And this was a village that was established in 1710, and it was called Whitewash Village. And the name uh, came from the whitewashed rocks that were there, which you can still see. The town grew to a couple hundred people, and they were largely fishermen that shipped the fish to Boston and New York. And there was actually a school that was there, and um, it was a a pretty cool place. But then uh, there was a hurricane that came in the 19th century and took out most of the village, so everybody left and left the remains of that village that was there. So when you go out to Monomoy Island, you hike to the other side. There's a lighthouse out there. It's an amazing lighthouse. And there's remnants of the village out there, and there's a moon cusser out there as well, who's said to be a ghost. Do you know what a moon cusser is? Of course I do. Then tell us what a moon cusser is. A moon cusser. Well, it's actually, um, it's a trade, basically. Uh, That is, they would take lanterns uh, and put them out and confuse the ships and they would sh- go up in the rocks because they and uh, they would raid them and take their cargo and they used to call them moon cusses because in a full moon they could see that you know it wasn't really what they were so so they would cuss the moon exactly yeah uh th- there's a famous story of that of course there's in, one up in the in, portland area in cape well on the cape uh, the, the uh what's his name throw uh, one of the famous authors wrote a story mm-hmm. about that uh, the moon cusses. Yeah. But anyway. Yes, carry on. So so if you... you I still can't think of the name of that village, by the way. Uh, uh, well, I'll go through my list. Um, so if you go out to Monomoy Island and you, you do the hike, and Monomoy Island is really suffering seriously from erosion as well. I mean, the whole cape is. And they say that you can hear the moon cusser out there, and you can see him from offshore. Really? In this old abandoned village that's there, where you can still see little bits of the village that's left. Mm-hmm. Because the entire village wasn't taken out in the hurricane. But. Yeah, that that poem that I can't think of the name of the poem. This is a surprise. I can't think of anything, especially <laughs> I need more coffee this morning. One of those days. <laughs> uh, but, you know, in, in his story, they see the lights uh, around Christmas time. Um, I forget the name of that one, but that's very famous. And every All around Christmas time, the lights show up for the uh, ship that was burned. By the moon cussers. Yes, there, there's, um, there's quite a few stories about moon cussers on the Cape. There's uh, one in Provincetown. Um, there's also one out on Martha's Vineyard as well. Mm-hmm. It was just a common thing that they did back in the day. Yeah, I mean, people, the whole villages would take part in this thing. Oh, they did, yeah. and and they really reaped the benefits from it. They did. They're, they're up and down the coast, though, not just New England, down North Carolina. Oh, sure. and the, well, the and Cape was a prime spot, heavy yeah. shipping going around right. there. But, yeah, down on the Carolinas is the same way and everything else. Mm-hmm. that You can find them everywhere. But, uh, yeah, that's that's cool stuff. It is really cool. So Dogtown is a, a cool t- story, and I've been there several times. And uh, one of the neatest things that I went down there uh, one night. You can't go into Dogtown at night. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but if I was down there at night, <laughs> and I was walking, I came across a flower that was blooming at night. You know, it only blooms at night. Really? Yeah, mm. it was cool. Some kind of ghostly flower? No, it's it's a real flower. I forget the name of it. As usually, I forget the name of everything. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and they flower at night. Yeah, they only flower at night. Yeah, they come out at so. Supposed to be a um, a lot of witchcraft it's tales too, by the way. Na- oh, naturally, yeah. um, there's supposed to be a lot of witchcraft tales from Dogtown as well. Oh, yeah. there's a couple of books that have been written about it. Yeah, the original it was just a, a regular uh, town uh, by Gloucester, and uh, the men in the town were fishermen, and they went off, and they were some of them went off to war and everything else, and eventually they never made it home, and uh, the wives uh, were left there, so they took dogs in for protection right and that's how it got its name Dogtown. and eventually it started even the road and even worse and uh was taken over by witches and mm-hmm. they would uh set up little tolls there and if you wanted to go down the road uh you had to give them tribute or they would put a curse on your 
caravan. That's right. But I went there, and I went with Jeff Belanger and Thomas Thomas D'Agostino, Maureen, and myself, and we went in that place, and it was like deadly quiet. I mean, you you know, it's the forest, and you expect to hear birds or anything. Mm -hmm. There was nothing. And you could see, like, it appeared to be a a cat that we saw a a couple times, and it just disappeared every time we got closer to it. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And it was, uh, of course, um, the founder of Babson College uh, during the Depression hired a lot of uh, stonecutters, unemployed stonecutters, and they went around and they carved all uh, sayings into the boulders there in Docktown. So you can go in and see all these things. You know, like when we were there, Maureen and I got into a rainstorm and we were about an hour late. So uh, we we were there with Jeff Blanger and... uh, D'Agostino and everything, and they were looking for something and everything. And then finally, uh, they said, Rod, Rod, come here. And they were all standing. Then they get out of the way, and on the sign it said, on the rock it said, be on time. Really? <laughs> so we had a message. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that's, that's a cool really place. Cool. Do you know any of the stories or anything about them, other than what kind of what I talked about? No, that, that's mostly what I had heard over there. Um, there's uh, some great stories that were written about it in Yankee Magazine back in the 1960s, mm-hmm. and there's um, a book that came out, uh, New England Ghost Stories. It's an old hardcover book. Oh, I remember it has, that. I, I yeah. Have, yeah, I have that at home. It has a lot on the history and the ghost stories of Dogtown, so we're going back to the 1950s when these articles were written, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So I, I love the longer told ghost stories that have a lot more meat to them. You're right. Unlike Ghost Today, which has little meat. Well, no, the, the Ghost Today is, is good. You, 365 you stories good. crammed into a little book, so there you go. You're <laughs> not going to get a lot of meat with it. No. But no, you do no. get a lot of stories with it. You do, you do. Yeah. So what else you got from villages? So, so well, so close to us, so yeah. um, we're in southern Maine, just you know, over the bridge from Portsmouth, there's a village called Tatnick, which um, Ken mm. had mentioned. Tatnick? Tatnick, yeah. Tatnick. Tatnick. And it Indian was... Name? Well, it was called the Tatnick Hills, so it probably is. And it was once next to Wells, Maine. So Wells is, of course, just on the other side of York. And it was a, a little farming village where the problem was it was up on a rocky cliff. Go to so, Wells on Saturday, doing an investigation up there. Oh, then you should. there's a road that goes right to Tatnick Village. Really? Yeah, it's a dirt road, and it'll bring you right to the village. The house is... Is it marked or anything? It is. It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it, right. it's, it's, it's definitely off-road. Tell me more. Um, so when so when you go along this dirt road, there's actually there is a hiking trail to a waterfall on the other end of the village. So if you can find the trail, then you're in the village. There are still some remnants of the old 1700s era houses. So what happened is the families all moved out there and they hoped to farm, but the the soil was so rocky they couldn't farm. So they stayed out there for a short period of time, almost a full generation, and then people started to leave and they just up and abandoned their houses. Like n- you know nobody came there for years, and there's a couple of cemeteries that are there but really kind of old you can't um can't decipher what the stones say and it's said to be quite the haunted village there's i think um at last count there were like 30 to 40 cellar holes that that were still available and and parts of the old buildings that were there and um they just up and left it and Mm -hmm. nobody ever did anything with the land there again part of it now is is nature preserve and walking trails and a beautiful waterfall but um it's it's really really cool the village goes back to the 1700s yeah, this, it, that's one of the things at Dogtown, too, is, is the witches or wherever people were left. The, uh, they, it was a red light district, too. At sure, time. So, sure. Um, they would live in the, the cellars, basically, and then as it corroded, they would move to another one. And just mm-hmm. that's how they would survive, by living mm-hmm. in each one of these little cellar things until they eventually all went. But Yeah, there's a lot of cool... It's, just, I remember, I can't... Remember the details, unfortunately. I get like all this crap in my head, and I, I remember a lot of stuff, but I really don't remember the details, which is. <laughs> but uh, there was an uh, abandoned village in Maine that that made the news, and they found coins. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. Oh, of course you are. You're psychic. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. I, I knew you were going to say that. Do you that. know the village? Um, I do. And in fact, I have it in a book. And I was just thinking while Might you... Might be your book where I read it. Who knows? It's actually, it's actually not my book. It's um, a Lady Patricia. She wrote um, two books, and we should have her on the show. What's her name? Um, uh, Patricia. I'll look up her uh, last name. She wrote two books. <laughs> ah, called... She doesn't remember no, two. No, that's wrote, good. She wrote I two like books. Oh, stop it. I like that. Uh, don't pick on me. Um, she wrote two books. Books called Lost Loot, 
And um, oh yeah. Yeah. I know her. I had heard her on my show before. Oh, okay. did you? Yeah. I still have a, well, I may have a contact. I don't know. But yeah, she yeah. would be fun to be Yeah, on. New England Treasure Tales. Yeah. And she's got story. Yeah, Patricia Hughes. That's it. Yes, Patricia Hughes. And um, she had talked about the coins that they found up there. And there was an abandoned train that was up there in the village. And it was a plague that wiped out the village. It was yeah. up there. Um, let me see if I can find the name of that town because I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, that's not funny. Yeah. It, it, it made the news. It was a huge deal. Yeah. And this wasn't that long ago. I think that's how I got her on the show because I did some research on it, and then I found out that uh, uh, you know she had written this book, and so that's why I ended up having her on the show. But uh, this, there's a lot of this. This mostly in Salisbury. There's supposed to be a, an abandoned uh, pox house in the woods in Salisbury, and they say that at night, if you go in there, you can still hear the cots bringing the bodies oh hear the wheels in the woods really mm-hmm. well, that's pretty neat. strange lights of course it's always strange lights even though orbs you know uh, steve doesn't like orbs it, there's a lot of uh reports of lights through the ages that have seen visually um so willow wisps and stuff like that ghost lights willow wisps uh other ones as well so we have um there's uh ghost lights or willow wisps in witch cove which is right over in rye there's a family that says you can still see the ghost lights out over the water it's a really really good story cool stuff but yeah we do actually do it on our uh trolley tour bring people right by witch cove which is which cove, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So she's got, um, yeah, she's got three books now. I can't believe it. She's got one on New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. She's got two on New England, mm-hmm. the Lost Loot. So we should, um, we should definitely get in touch with her again. Yeah, okay. And have her, uh, have her on the show. Mm-hmm. But you know, when when you when you think about all these little settlements that are out there, especially up in the White Mountains, there's mm-hmm. tons of abandoned villages up there. Um, and and what's been found, there's one uh, the that I wrote about in uh, my uh, New Hampshire uh, Book of the Dead about the gentleman who was a hermit that lived up there. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And he, he ended up, you know, being this, his own, you know, tourist site. And then when he died, everything was just left behind. And people still go up and they say that he's there even though he's buried elsewhere. And, I mean, the White Mountains are full of villages that never made it, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Did you ever hear this, speaking about the White Mountains, about the... The avalanche in the house with the people got Oh, the killed. Wiley House. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Wiley yeah. House, yeah. The Wiley House, it's up in Crawford Notch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite the story. You know, they if they had only stayed where they were, then the slide wouldn't have killed them. Yeah, because yeah, it, 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 it didn't hit the house. If no, they stayed in no. the house, it would have been all right. Yeah, they would have been okay. And they are actually buried um, behind one of the inns in North Conway in a very, it's a, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful inn and restaurant and out back is a cemetery for the family. And of course that site is said to be quite haunted. It's just um, right, yeah. north of, uh, well, uh, Hart's location in Crawford Notch. And there's there's a big sign and a plaque there that tells a story. But if they had only stayed in their house, they would have been okay. Mm. I mean, there's so many stories that are mm-hmm. untold. That uh, that's part of what you and I do. Mm-hmm. Is part of our goal is education, telling oh, yeah. stories, and uh, so they know, don't get lost. If they forgot. don't get lost, exactly. Well, and it, it brings the people back to life too. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can understand what it was like. I mean, people. You know, you go up to the North Country and, oh, it's wilderness. Imagine what it was like 100 years ago. It was really wilderness mm-hmm. back in the day. Hackenbrack is another village that's Hackenbrack. Is it Hackenbrack or something like Hackenbrack. that? Something like that. Hackenbrack. 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 That's not the one I'm thinking of, but it's close. I'm getting close to it. You're getting... Hackenbrack? Something like that. Or Hackenbrack. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Um... Tom Bagostino has written a, a book on abandoned villages. It's a, a good book. On uh, he he gets the he goes down and checks out some of these ones that are difficult to find. So. Yeah, Hackam Attack is is an abandoned village. It's in Connecticut. Yeah, that's his, yeah. That and I I actually think um, it's not too far from Barahak, which is in my haunted cemeteries of New mm-hmm. England book. Yeah. Um, Barahack was was another little abandoned village. That's the one I was probably thinking. That's about. probably the one you were yeah. thinking about. Yeah, it's it is right. It's right in southern Connecticut, 
still has the old apple trees and everything that's there and very haunted. They say you can actually hear people there. Um, there was a lot of fighting that went on before they left the village. There was a lot of religious issues that mm-hmm. there was going on. Again, 1700s. But yeah, that's that's Barahak. That's in my Haunted Cemetery book. Yeah, well, yeah. this other haunted one, the real famous one, is very close to that. It's, yeah, it's very, <laughs> very close to that. If and you could tell me what state it was in. Well, it's close to there, so that should help you. Connecticut, it's Connecticut so probably. Connecticut? Probably Connecticut. Uh, yeah, I would say Connecticut. You, you think it's Connecticut now? Yeah, yeah. Not now, I was just like... Well, well, not now, but... I mean, I was saying... There's Johnsonville? No, 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 this is world famous. It's synonymous. Don't don't worry about it. Don't don't well, waste no, the, no, don't I waste the gray cells now. on it. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> I'd rather talk about some other interesting. And you mentioned the Quabbin Reservoir. There are a couple of uh, oh the, the Quabbin under is, underwater. Yeah. Yeah. Now they, there are graveyards under there, but they said they removed the bodies. But there has been some reports that they? maybe that didn't happen. I'm not sure about that. I mean. I don't have a good feeling. There's and there's way too many ghost stories from the Quabbin. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Western Mass, and that was one of the first places I heard ghost stories. About. Yeah. Um, and it was and it was four towns. It was four towns that were flooded to make the Quabbin. So it wasn't yeah, just you can one. Still see if you go, yeah, you can uh, still see mm-hmm. the houses and everything else down there. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I don't know. Um, do people well, dive to them from time to time? Well, you they do. Yeah. Or can you not go out on the Quabbin? People do. do okay. Do dive to them. Uh, Cool story, and it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, Wood Island Life Saving Station is being, is being uh, rebuilt, uh, or whatever you call it, restored. Restored. Yeah, which is great. Nice, oh, that's nice. awesome. But uh, there was also a, a pox out there, house out there at one time. Yes. 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 And during the storm, I believe in the 70s, uh, some of the bones, that people that were buried out there were washed up. Did you know that? That I didn't know. What did they do with the bones, did they say? I don't know. Probably give it to dogs. Oh, jeez. Dog town. (laughs) Oh, my God. Poor dog and dog town are hungry. Oh, jeez. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, that's the neat thing. There's so many cool stories that are out there. And and, and when you go and you look and you say, wow, I never knew that. And it's like, Mm -hmm. wow, you you do a little bit more than you find a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And then some stuff you think you know you dig into it and wow it's that wasn't like that something you know Mm -hmm. so once again it was uh, became more of a legend than it was based on fact so uh, but it's cool stuff and that's why I do what I do and I'm sure you do what you do well I always tell people too I mean New England especially if you're looking for you know these ghost towns or abandoned villages or interesting stories is look at the place name what you know what is it named after like you know with which cove that's in um that's in rye mm-hmm. you know when i first saw the sign for which cove i was like there's got to be something here like you just don't name a place which cove and went back into the research and it was a witchcraft story that dated back to the 1650s and because of that story that's why they named it which cove so sometimes even just the name of the place is evocative of going back and doing further research that there's some kind of story there. It's so funny you mention that because uh, Jim Leslie, who's doing a lot of work on on the lighthouse for us and uh, a lot of the lighthouses, uh, he's a historic uh, reconstructor. He has a uh, an office or, or a business, and it's on which something road? Which trot? Which trot? Which trot yeah. road? So what is that based on? You just mentioned it. Yeah. It's based on something, but so which, which trot road? So the Reverend George Burroughs, who had escaped to Wells, Maine, um, you know, during the time of the whole Salem witchcraft trials, mm-hmm. he escaped up there. His congregation followed him. Everything was going well, and then they actually sent for him to bring him back to Salem. So as they were bringing him back to Salem, the, the legend and the story is they were bringing him what is down what is now called Witch Trot Road and he you know conjured up the weather and they say the four horsemen of the apocalypse all right now you're starting to talk like me I even like it here we go and um and you know pretty much they almost got killed on this road because he conjured them up so of course it was a storm it was it was just a storm but Mm -hmm. they blamed it on him and his witchcraft wiles and of course he was brought back to salem of course the trial happened but that was the road and that's why it's called witch trot road is because of that particular incident Hmm, that's pretty cool yeah i mean it's you mentioned that i mean a lot of people don't know that 
during the the British sack of Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we were pretty dire straits, and they pretty much lit the city on fire and everything mm-hmm. else. Uh, and they were continue when they were going up the peninsula, and then a freakish northeaster came in, and, and the rains actually distinguished a lot of the fires that were set mm-hmm. by the British, and it actually mm-hmm. wrecked the, their uh, a lot of the killed their troops and mm-hmm. and uh, destroyed their ammunition and stuff like that. So yep. they were uh, had a retreat rather than mm-hmm. uh, defeat the Americans in the final battle. So yep, because wrath of, of God. Yep, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> So, well, well, even Ken, you have you have a story, um, you know, from Salem. Why it's called Misery Island? Oh yeah, well, Misery Island. That was a somebody was married there. Oh, <laughs> must have been many then, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's where they had a quarantine hospital out there. So mm-hmm. it's the misery. If you had smallpox or some kind of disease they didn't know about, you got sent out to the island to live there. Yeah, quarantines uh, islands were really important. That was one way of they, they try to control the plagues and stuff mm-hmm. that were going on. They didn't have medicine, so they just got you away. Yeah, Pro, Provencia, whatever that name is, Provado, whatever it is in, in Italy from Venice, mm-hmm. that's what that was, too, at one time. Uh, mm-hmm. It was originally And yet I've, uh, I don't know if I've heard any ghost stories from Misery Islands. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, not that You're I know dig of. dig it deep enough, kid. I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to it's ghost stories that. anyways. So, well, then, uh, David, how much time we got here? I think a lot of places did. We have about uh, three minutes. Okay, very good. So I know we're running down. So uh, anyway. yes, and Portsmouth has an island too, um, over by the Wentworth by the sea, that was also used for disease as well. The small island. Yeah, it was. Oh, Newcastle's an island. Well, no, it wasn't Newcastle. It's one of the smaller islands that yeah. you see going out to the causeway. Newcastle's got a lot of great stories. Yeah, most people don't realize that Newcastle. Is basically an island. It is. Yep, it yeah. is. The whole island's three quarters of a mile. Take big. down the bridges. There's yep. nothing. It used to no be it used there. to be Portsmouth till 1693, oh, and then okay. became its own island. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's but, really cool. But if you do go there, obey the speed limit. Oh God! They'll they, get you. Yes, the the two police officers in Newcastle do their job very very well. There's yeah. nothing else going on. There's, there, there's nothing else going on in Newcastle. I when I go by went with by the sea and everything else, I actually put my. Uh, Cruise control on for twenty five <laughs> miles an hour because they are they are every time I'm going oh, out yeah. you know from the the haunted tours one o'clock in the morning or everything else and I, I'm going through there I just put it on there I don't worry about it <laughs> I want to go home I don't want to get stopped <laughs> but anyway so uh, we're almost out of time so why don't you give me your website out once again oh so you can find me at newenglandcuriosities.com we're also on Facebook we post little tidbits like we talk about on the show here little interesting places mm-hmm. you can go check out right and you can check us out at newenglandghostproject.com the letter n the letter e ghostproject.com tickets for a spirit course are now on sale so uh check those out and then uh next week we're going to really push the interaction part of the show yes. where you'll be able to talk to us on uh the chat, chat room yep. and uh, texting, texting, texting yep. calling yeah, psychically, I'll, I'll accept your message psychically if oh you God. like. Yeah, yeah, we saw how well that was working. Well, that today. would be a good show. We'll just you yeah, know sit, just, just sit here and think about it. Just as long as you don't want me to get your name, and you're all set. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's so much. That's a, one of my biggest things. Is I, I have problems with names. I just cannot remember names for. Other people that are like that, you, yeah. you got to have some sort of memory attached. I know a to lot of name. crap. Believe me. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's obvious. There's a lot of stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rattling it out. But yeah, it's just uh, you know sometimes the details, uh, especially as far as you know investigation. I've done so many investigations that get muddled once in a mm-hmm. while because mm-hmm. they just kind of like blend in. That's right. Uh, but uh, you know, thank God I re- record everything. <laughs> 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 it, it's so funny because we we Marina and I wrote our first book, Ghost Chronicles, and we're writing the second book. Is that's what we do? Is we go back and we actually listen to the audios and the videos and stuff, mm-hmm. and just to refresh our memories because we want it as accurately as possible. Sure. And uh, you know, I bet you a lot of people don't do that when they write books and stuff. Is they you know they just kind of like oh, whatever. I think whatever. Well, no. See, and, and I have files for all all of the books that I've written. You know, with all the newspaper articles. So oh, if somebody cool. gets in touch with me, where'd you find that out? I can just pull it out and right. give them all the details. No, well, there you go. Yeah, so that's what that's what that's what a good writer does. If you're mm-hmm. writing about ghost stories, was that thirty seconds? Yeah, you got different hand messages than, uh, <laughs> yeah, than uh, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> 
So anyway, so we want to uh, thank Dennis for helping us out today. Appreciate Dave. it. And, David, and I'd like to thank David, David too. David, too, yeah. That's <laughs> well, his twin brother, evidently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I told you, I had problems with names. So till next time, good night. God bless, everyone. Stay spooky. Bye-bye. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord. The opinions expressed on this program were those of the host and their guests, and